When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Robert Thompson. Wait, that was last episode. We should have probably gone to witness relocation. Yeah, probably. Well, this week we're the Thompsons um, because we have a murderous psychopath on our, hot on our tail. Yeah. Also, do you like musicals? Um, Sometimes. Okay. Uh, if there's... Weed involved. Reefer Madness is a pretty good musical. Wait, Reefer Madness was a musical? It was a musical. Uh, Go back and watch it. It was fantastic. Well, how about comedy musicals? Oh, comedy musicals are pretty good too. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, Book of Mormon. Yeah. I saw that. That was really good. There's some good ones out there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so maybe we can uh, use uh, some musicals to distract the psycho killer after us. Oh, we could probably do that. That'd be be fantastic. Yeah. But uh, in the real world, I'm Steven Sklansky. And I'm Robert Sklansky. And so uh, this week, uh, it's it's going to be, could be murderous, I think. A lot of dying, a lot of threatening. (laughs) It's going to be good. Hey Steve, you want to see my ho- my hockey mask and chainsaw? <laughs> uh, it's chainsaw and hockey mask. Whatever. Uh, so this week uh, we are doing season five, episode two, Cape Fear. Uh, this episode is a parody of the nineteen sixty two film Cape Fear, starring Gregory Peck and Robert Mitchum. I think I've seen most of it. I've never seen either version. Yeah, the problem is, is I don't necessarily watch older films, but when they're on like AMC or IFC or TNT or a lot of those uh, other I'll catch them when they're on but I don't think I've ever sat down and physically watched this movie front to back no so the air date is October 7th 1993 so we're getting inching closer and closer to Treehouse before uh the recap an anonymous writer makes threats to Bart and the oh wow as an, an anonymous writer makes threats to Bart and the Simpsons discover it is Sideshow Bob yeah Ooh, again, again, with that sideshow Bob. Every, Vo- voiced every by year. the voiced by the incomparable Kelsey Grammer, as always. I'd say every year, but I think uh, at so, some point they stop stop sideshow Bob yearly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we're on third third year in a row with yeah. with the sideshow Bob. So, yeah. such a great character. Chalkboard gag this week: the cafeteria deep fryer is not a toy. <laughs> No, it is not. <laughs> but it can be for deep frying toys. But you won't want to eat the toys after you deep fry them anyways. No, but it would be fun. Go to uh, G.I. Joe and breading, deep fry them. <laughs> Could be fun. Now, uh, I didn't think students were allowed in the cafeteria. Well, they're they're not, but I'm sure it because it's bar, he finds a way. What do you think he deep fried, though? Millhouse? Malibu Stacy doll. Oh, Malibu Stacy doll. Mm, deep fried Millhouse. <laughs> After that, we're moving on. Uh, couch gag for the fourth time. Well, you know we're going to have to talk about eating students. 
Yeah, that's a think... that's a treehouse of horror episode. Yeah, Millhouse. <laughs> um, so our couch gag this week, and for the fourth time in this series, we get the circus line couch gag. Yep, what a fantastic couch gag! To see in an extra, you know, five seconds tacked onto this episode, I think I could have. I think I could have done a little bit more uh, HMS Pinafore. They could have stretched that out just a little bit more. Also. Um, this is not going to be the first time in this episode where we see a chalk gag, or a couch gag. Yep. Yeah. So, so two couch gags. Kind of like that one episode with Marge, we got two chalkboard gags. Yes. Yeah. So, so now we get an episode with two couch gags. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Something a little bit different. And that one's not a repeat. No. Which is nice. Yeah. So <laughs> we actually get a new couch gag this episode. Within the episode. So perfect. It's couchception. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so we start off the episode with the uh, late night show. So most actors, I would say, don't necessarily turn late night show hosts, except for pretty recently. We got, you know, Stephen Colbert. Got... He wasn't really, I mean, he was an actor, but he's always been kind of that late night host. Kind of. Because yeah. he had his own show on Comedy Central for yep. the longest time. But then Jimmy Fallon, he was an actor. Actor. <laughs> He was on SNL. That's still acting. That was more improv. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, uh, what do you think late night hosting is? I would... Yeah, okay, that's fair. So... I, I, I don't really know if there is... I mean, I guess probably the closest one would be Craig Ferguson, because he acted before he had his late night. Yeah. But this episode, we get Up Late with McBain. McBain. And I like how he goes with his... Uh, stage name, yeah, and not Rainier Wolfcastle. <laughs> like, like, would it, would it normally be like up late with Rainier Wolfcastle? Sure, it would be because normally you don't play your role on a late night show, yeah, unless you want to stay in character. Maybe I don't know. Yep. And so the announcer that we see is wearing a Nazi uniform because Rainier uh, Wolfcastle is German. Yeah. Um. And yeah, obviously for for very good reason, this episode was banned in Germany for depicting uh, violence against a child and depicting a character holding the ranking of Uber Gruber Fuhrer, <laughs> Uber Gruber Fuhrer, yeah, and uh, wearing the complete SS officer uniform. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Germany has strict laws prohibiting the use of Nazi references and symbols unless it is for educational or historic reasons, which obviously this is not. I mean, they, they do it for documentaries, which would make sense. Uh, displaying the swastika alone is enough to get someone put in prison for a year. Which, you know... Why I do mean, we do that in America? Because Germany's, Germany's got it right, man! My freedoms. Uh, nevertheless, uh, the episode was dubbed and finally aired in Germany in 1999, with the first scene edited, making it start with Bart and Lisa receiving, uh, as we'll find out, they received some mail... Um, and also later in this episode, one of the uh, parole board people says no one who speaks German could be an evil man, which received no controversy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, McBain obviously has a musical guest. And well, I think it's just like his, his house band oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scoey. Scoey, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hey, Scoey, that elephant makes you look like a homosexual. Boo. Boo. <laughs> You all might be homosexuals, too. Yeah, I, you know, this is actually, for that time, this is a really kind of good joke because they kind of admonish people for making, you know, 
gay jokes, and this is '93. Yeah, so that's but he's good. also German, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, um, and I like how we cut <laughs> out to the uh, kids. The, the kids, and they're like, oh, Fox is uh, sunk to, sunk to a new low. <laughs> I mean, the Simpsons have been on there now, coming on five years, so. I think it's because, I think they did this because uh, they didn't win their Emmy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> last last season, they didn't win their Emmy, so they're like, we're going to make fun of Fox again. Yeah. Um, and so Marge comes in, hey kids, you got some mail. So I have a question. This is supposed to be a late night talk show, right? Yeah. Those usually air at 10.30 or later. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, why are the kids up? Because they're 10 and 8. And how did the mail just arrive? <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess the only thing I can think of is the mail came at its normal time, and then nobody checked it until 10.30. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, no, no, most normal people check their mail when they get home from work. Yeah, and I think the kids traditionally have a pretty solid bedtime. Yeah, it's like 8, 8.30. They have a pretty solid bedtime. So, uh, it's weird. It's just yeah. a weird Unless thing. they were watching, I'd say they were watching it on uh, TiVo or something, like recorded, but I don't think TiVo well, was around. VH, well, night. VHS. They could have recorded it. Can the Simpsons afford a VHS? I think so. Okay. As we learned last episode, uh, Homer stashed that Dick Sharp's money. He just didn't (laughs) want anyone to know that he had it. Yeah. Um, And so Lisa gets a pen pal letter. And so we hear a voice over the girl saying that the... uh, their president is getting overthrown. (laughs) And then halfway through the letter, it turns into the president. And then at the end, it's like, sincerely, little girl. (laughs) I mean... Why was the president of the new regime? Well, I don't know if it was the president or one of his guys finishing the letter. (laughs) All hell, President Kroll. Yeah. (laughs) But apparently she got killed or kidnapped or... Or they're like, no, we're we're finishing this letter for you. (laughs) Yeah, we can't have you talk about uh, the government being overthrown. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then Bart gets a letter. Uh, Looks like blood. Yeah. Uh, says, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I feel like Bart has this coming. He has a lot of en- enemies. Principal yeah. Skinner. Although I don't think he's that devious. Willie. Willie. Stealing his tractor. Yeah. Uh, Nelson. I can see Nelson doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the bullies. The bullies. We'll learn later on. Yeah. Who, who it is. Um. And we see a hand, you know... Cutting their finger and writing in blood, and then uh, there's a to-do list. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yes, I, I I do all my to-do lists in blood. Oh, it, it makes me want to do them more because I'm using my blood. <laughs> uh, what was on this to-do list? Uh, laundry. Okay. And threaten Bart. Okay. And he then he added buying corn holders because uh, he's in prison and needs corn holders to stab people. Well, I mean, yeah, they're pointy. Yeah. yeah. Not for corn. He just needed them as, as a shank. Shank, yes, yeah. exactly. I don't know how he's going to buy them. He's in prison, but <laughs> well, sure. Well, hey, man, if you know that guy in prison who can sneak anything in. <laughs> I don't want to see those go on my ass. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, unless they're those corn holders that actually click together. I've seen those with the pointy ends uh, click together, so that way you don't accidentally stab yourself. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so now we cut back home and we get an itchy and scratchy episode, uh, Spay Anything, which is a reference to the movie Say Anything. And, uh, when Say Anything was the eighties. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think this episode has anything to do with Say Anything. No, it's... You don't see Itchy holding up a boombox over his head, <laughs> yeah. serenading Scratchy. 
See, that would have been good. <laughs> and then, then, and then the boombox sticks explodes on Scratchy. Exactly. There you I, go. There you go, Simpsons writers. Yeah, we solved your say anything, <laughs> spay anything debacle. Yeah. Uh, but then we get the spoof, uh, spoof of the laser scene from Goldfinger, which this is the first instance of a spoof uh, of the laser scene from yeah, Goldfinger. Nice. Um, so we go to Itchy's, uh, Itchy's Cat Hospital. And Itchy is standing uh, next to a sign that reads, pay your pet $75. Why are they, why would you pay your pet $75? I don't know, but he's covering up the S and he steps aside and he's like, yes, I tricked him. And so uh, Scratchy goes in and he's strapped to the table. And uh, Scratchy pulls the plug on the machine with his tongue. As I like how, I like how it does the whole, like, is it Dr. No? That That's the villain in Goldfinger? I think so. Or no, is it Goldfinger? Goldfinger. Um, <laughs> it's the guitar. It's actually and, gold member. Such a, yeah, gold member. <laughs> uh, but just like uh, Goldfinger, he walks out of the room. Just like a lot of bad villains. Oh, he's going to die. Eh, I'll leave. I don't need to stay here and watch watch how this is going to turn out. Yeah. And uh, Scratchy, you know, pulls the plug with his tongue, just flips it through a lot of laser. Yeah. And this is the first, well, rem- was it? couple seasons ago with the moon episode yeah. where itchy uh, stretches his tongue all the way yeah. to the moon <laughs> yeah that's how he got the long tongue uh, and now and now it turned into a giant muscle so he can yeah. move it around <laughs> it pulls the plug so itchy runs back in plugs the machine back in yeah makes sense but now the laser goes completely <laughs> haywire. haywire for some reason yeah. and uh cuts uh scratchy up to itty bitty 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 bits yes but What's funny is we cut back and Lisa is laughing because it's funny, but Bart's not. But is Bart really that on edge off of one letter? Well, as we see later, he's got like at least a But now, but I feel like that letter that he got was his first letter. First letter of the chain. Yeah, but we don't know like if there's a time hop in between like when he gets the first letter in this itchy and scratchy episode. Yeah. So maybe he's gotten a couple more since then. Yep. And so now Homer's in the hallway, yep. and he opens up a letter that reads, Deep, die, Bart, die. And he thinks he, oh. someone's trying to kill him. He's like, oh, this is for Bart. Bart. <laughs> God, that is fantastic. Ah, somebody's trying to kill me. Oh, wait, it's for Bart. And I love, I missed this detail on the first viewing, but on the second viewing, when Homer is opening up the letter, um, and he screams, uh, everybody runs into the hallway. The cat and the dog also come, but we also notice there is a little mouse hole in the stairs, and a little mouse comes out, too. Yeah, really strange. Well, I mean, they probably don't take too care good of their property, so they probably have some ice. Yeah, it's so so weird. Or maybe they have a pet mouse, they just keep putting it in the stairs. Well, well, we have seen, like, cracks in walls and other things. We're going to have to put a pin in that and see if that mouse hole (laughs) still exists in future episodes, or maybe that was just some sort of throwaway gag i guess i don't know it just seems really well because they have a dog they have a cat now they have a mouse right <laughs> or maybe that's the real itchy that's the real itchy that was made yeah he yeah. was blue i think too yeah he right? was yeah so now we cut to the kitchen and we see there are dozens of letters written in blood uh all threatening bart except there's one that's not written in blood and it's written in a different handwriting it, and it, it says it, it says i kill you scum <laughs> and uh it just happens to be from homer because he's so upset after bart tattooed homer's butt to say wide load did it in the middle of the night probably that that's, a, that's a great joke yep yeah and, 
And so, you know, everybody in the family is laughing. Abe is there, which, uh, well, I mean, I guess he came over for a visit. It was Sunday. It was Sunday. Yeah. And the weirdest one to me was even Nelson. He's looking through the kitchen window and he laughs. And I'm just like, did they just put him there to shoe in, shoehorn in his laugh? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, you know, Nelson likes roaming around the neighborhood, stealing bikes. and I suppose, but... Uh, and so, you know, Bart is like, well, who would want to kill me? I'm I'm the modern day Dennis the Menace. Yeah, Dennis the Menace. Yo. Menace is in his name. <laughs> well, he has a slingshot just like Dennis the Menace. You think? I well, guess, Bart, I is guess. Kind of, Bart is kind of based off Dennis the Menace. Yeah, I mean, that would be the closest thing I could think of. But yet, we still haven't gotten the, the slingshot. No, we haven't. I don't think that's just that's just really weird to be yeah. on season five now and still yeah. not have the slingshot. It's yeah. kind of crazy. And so Homer is like, "Well, it's probably the person you least suspect." And Lisa's like, "Thanks, Dad." Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and then we cut to Amy. He's like, "Let's call Matlock. Yep. Maybe it'll maybe it's that one guy, Matlock." And Bart's like. Matlock's not real. And he's like, neither are my teeth, but I can still eat corn. As long as somebody <laughs> mashes it up into a fine paste. That's good eating. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now we cut to uh, Bart at school and he's hiding in the jungle gym and on the playground. Yeah, and Millhouse walks in. Um, I checked around. The girls are calling you fatty, fat, fat, fat. And Nelson's planning to pull down your pants. But nobody's trying to kill you. Well, see, no, none of the kids want to kill Bart. Yeah. And so after Nelson, or after Millhouse tells him this, Nelson sneaks into the jungle gym with Bart and pantses him. Yes. And then all the girls are chaining fatty, fat, fat, fat at Bart. <laughs> well, Millhouse was right. Yeah. They were planning to do that. Uh, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never had anybody threaten to kill me. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had a hide in the jungle gym as a 10-year-old. No. Ever been pantsed? I mean, maybe. I'm <laughs> sure it's happened a couple times in my life. Yep. Maybe in college when we were all drunk. Um, so then, uh, you know, now we cut to the next morning. Maybe the next morning. Probably the next morning, And yeah. Bart gets woken up by his radio where somebody requested a song with a message to say, uh, Bart is going to get killed slow and painfully. And then they play Wipeout. <laughs> Wipeout! that's such a cheerful song for such a threatening message yes do you think okay do you think sideshow bob requested wipeout on top of his message or do you think he just put the message in i'm gonna go with he requested both okay he put the message in and he requested wipeout okay um and so now we cut downstairs and marge is cutting out coupons and she's like bart i'm going to get you and she's pointing scissors at him and then she's like, some ice cream because I'm saving so much money on Diet, diet Cola. And she's like saving 75 cents on, I don't know, a 12 pack, a bottle. I don't know. Um, that's pretty good. 75 cents. Yeah. Bart is so on edge right now. Yeah. He's, he's really on edge. So he walks out. Uh, I guess he's walking to school. Yep. He's got his backpack and a little notebook with his name on it. And Ned jumps out from behind a bush with a Freddy Krueger glove, which obviously a reference to Freddy Krueger. And he's like, Bart, you better say your prayers because the schools can't force him like they should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. And then uh, uh, Maud comes out with some lemonade for Ned. And Ned's like, oh, these these uh, shearing gloves are so nice. And you cut to a wide view and it, he like trimmed the bush to be an angel. Now, I was thinking about that. I don't know what year Edward Scissorhands came out. 
But, but I feel like that could have been, if if it's true, I mean, that could have been a reference to that. But yeah, if it's after the fact. Edward Scissorhands came out in 1990. Okay. So that's, that, that almost, now if they were, that would be kind of cool if they were like scissor gloves, like Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. But that's what I've said, what Scissorhands did with his yeah, but scissors. The, he, but the thing is, it was the one glove. And no, but like I think Freddy. the joke, I think the joke of Freddy Krueger was fine, but yeah. the angel hedge. Maybe. With the hands is more maybe. of like an Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, maybe. Pull. We don't know. We'll have to ask. Um, so, uh, so yeah, he, Ned made an, I, I wrote, I, uh, I said angel hedge bush thingy. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't know what you would call it. What are, what are those called? Like hedge statues? Capiary statues. Yeah. So then, uh, we cut to school and Kerbopo goes up to Bart. <laughs> She's like, you're going to be my murder victim, Bart, in the school play <laughs> where Nelson is playing the killer. 40 wax with a wet noodle, Bart. <laughs> oh my God. You know, you know, it's really weird. And I don't, obviously up to season 32 now, they haven't, yeah. haven't done it, but are, are they lightly trying to say that Martin is gay? I mean, with all the stuff we've had, he's dressing up like a fairy, doing the, the I don't know, thing, this, I don't. I don't know if like the Simpsons were subtly trying to do it because they haven't really gotten into that those episodes. Well, yet I know they did it with uh, Smithers, but that's later on. Yeah. So I I don't know if they were lightly trying to do this, but so far, I don't think anything relative to Martin and being gay. But it's just really odd. Yeah. It just seems like an odd <laughs> thing that through four four seasons so far we've seen Martin cross dress. Yeah. For multiple. Maybe he's just a cross dresser. Yeah, it could be. Um, so then, uh, you know, so after all that, Marge goes to the police station to get some help, and Wiggum's like, there's no law against mailing threatening uh, letters. He's uh, like, I'd like to help you, ma'am, but <laughs> I'm afraid there's no law against mailing threatening letters. I'm pretty sure there <laughs> is. <laughs> the day I take cop lessons from Ma Kettle, hey, and then Lou walks in, hey, she's right, Chief. Well, shut my mouth. It's also illegal to put squirrels down your <laughs> pants for the purposes of gambling. Uh, and also in this entire scene, so when we first see Wiggum across from Marge, there is a letter above it, or a, a poster above his shoulder that says reward. But then when you cut it to a closer shot, it says wanted with a picture that appears to be Fat Tony. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, the, that's the funny thing about animation. Yeah. In real live action stuff, continuity for background stuff, yeah. Pretty normal. Unless you put a Starbucks coffee in there. Exactly. And the funny thing about that is working on movie sets, I yeah. learned that there is someone's job. Yep. There is literally yep. someone's job to take pictures of sets so that way when they have to reset to do another yep. take, yep. they know where everything goes. Yep. The yeah. animation get person that does this job failed. Or maybe they don't have somebody for that. Failed. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, we learned it is illegal. Now, I actually tried to find an actual law against putting squirrels down your pants for gambling purposes. Uh, I couldn't find any. Yeah. So if anybody out there listening, if you live in like a small town, because like a lot of small towns have like have weird laws. Have weird well, well, remember the monorail episode, Chief Wiggum and uh, Mayor Quimby go to the thing uh, just to, to look at the laws. Yeah. And... There was something about someone gets a fair lass. Yeah. Oh, Chief Wiggum. Yeah, and then something about a duck, right? Yeah. 
So I I do like this is kind of the start of Quimby learning about new random laws in the town of Springfield. So if anybody out there has a random law about putting squirrels in your pants, I'd really love to hear it. <laughs> um, but we also cut to the other cops in another room with squirrels. What with one guy with a squirrel with squirrels in his pants? I know you asked me. Well, what's the point? No, no, no. What were they betting on? What was the gamble? I'm pretty sure the which, gamble which is... squirrel was going to bite his nuts. Well, maybe that's the gamble, or which squirrel's going to come out of the pants leg first? I think I think the squirrel, squirrel going after the nuts. Which squirrel bites the nuts first? Uh, it depends on what depends on if because uh, I think it was Eddie had the squirrels in his pants. So depending on if he had extra layers, <laughs> I don't know. So uh, yeah, so don't put squirrels in your pants, kids. Yep. And so now we cut back to the Simpson home, and Lisa's with Bart. She's like, Bart, I figured it out. Who's someone who's been making uh, irritating phone calls to you for years? Linda Lavin? And yes, she is a real actress. No, someone who deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so Lisa calls Mo. She's like, Mo, you know it was you. Stop now or we'll uh, call the cops. Uh, and then Mo's like, okay, okay, we'll, we'll stop. And then Mo goes to his back room where uh, he's uh, hoarding pandas. <laughs> And it's a lot of pandas. You yeah, see, like, probably six. seven, six or seven pandas <laughs> running out of Moe's. And what was he going to do with the pandas? I don't know, but this is not... Once it, so, I, I just love these gags because <laughs> Simpsons writers just like to hold on to these sometimes. So, in a future episode, Moe is housing another animal in uh, his back room that he... That the FBI is after. Oh, the whale. Yeah, so... That's the X-Files episode. Yes. So... Mo and his uh, illegal deeds in the back room. Uh, and I always thought that that was like a bathroom, but apparently it's like... No, Mo's because story. you can see the men's Oh, that's room. off to the left of that. Yeah. Room. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. And so, you know, Bart yells out his window. He's like, that he knows whoever it is is out there and he wants to know where. And so we cut to Springfield State Penitentiary, yep. where Sideshow Bob is writing more letters. In blood. In blood. And uh, one of the things he's now, after he's done writing another note, he starts writing a note to uh, the wife in the United States section of the Reader's Digest. <laughs> <laughs> and then he f- passes out. And, a, uh, you know, blood loss. Yeah, so we hear Snake's like, I told you to use a pen, Bob. Because, <laughs> yes, blood will uh, definitely make you pass out. Yeah, if especially lose, if you lose too much of it. I don't know how much, like, I really want to know how much blood he's using from his finger, though. Like, how much blood would it, right? Like, I kind of want to ask somebody, how much blood would it take to write the words, just die, Bart, die? Because those are, like, the, the, the shortest letter he wrote. Yeah. Like, yeah. would it take a pint? Would it take a half a pint? Probably not much. I mean, I feel like just a prick of your finger doesn't. Lose. Yeah, but how much blood comes out? Well, not much. Okay, so remember when we donated plasma? Yeah. And they had to do, the, like, the, the squeeze test. Yeah. Like they poke your finger and squeeze. Yeah. I mean, depending on your blood flow, yeah. blood came out either pretty quickly or really slowly. Yeah. It didn't necessarily stream because they always had to squeeze your finger to get the blood in. So yeah. I don't know if a finger blood vessel is the best for even writing. I don't even no, think that's... Yeah. I don't even know how possible or plausible that So if there's any is. doctors that listen to our podcast, uh, I would like to know... What is the best way to write your own blog? Yes, we will have, we'll give you your, our phone number at the very end of this podcast. Yes. Call us and let us know how much blood, or even if it's possible to use blood to write letters. Yes. Um, and so now we uh, um, 
cut out to uh, Springfield Penitentiary, America's fastest growing prison. Oh, I mean, how many criminals are in the town of Springfield? Uh, well, I, I mean, mean, we see how full the, the penitentiary is. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, maybe they're bussing other prisoners in from out of town. So is it a private or a state funded prison? Well, prison is usually well, prison is usually a federal jail. Okay. So if it's federal, I mean, it's probably taxpayer funded, but if it's also federal, they will bring other criminals in from out of. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a fast growing prison. Yeah. For all the criminals, apparently, that are around the town of Springfield. Yeah. Um. So now Snake is getting released on parole. Probably shouldn't be, but. Probably not. After all the crimes, any <laughs> times he shot up who and cars he's robbed and yeah. stuff like that. And so Bob says goodbye on his way to his parole hearing. Guh? Guh? Buh? <laughs> well, apparently, Sideshow Bob uses... Uh, eloquent words. Eloquent words that Snake has no clue what they mean. <laughs> um, and so now, uh, now, now this turns into a courtroom hearing somehow. So I've never been to prison or jail. So I don't know how parole works. Well, I've seen enough tv shows where it's nothing like this parole is usually three people at a yeah, table which they do which they do but then they talk to you know witnesses witnesses they do talk to well not really witnesses it's usually the victims, victims. of of it and they're usually in the audience but there's not like a jury or like yeah. anything like that usually it's like just a room off to the side yeah it's with like, three, like cops it's, it's a three and even some like if you guys if you guys have ever seen like oceans 11 the opening yeah. scene to that it's just three guys at a table, no one in the back, nothing. Yeah. It's just it's just a parole here. I mean, I think the part of the reason for the gallery is for some of the sight gags. Yes. No, no, no. I completely get that. But you still wouldn't necessarily need the no. jury, the, the supposed jury. Well, there is no jury. It's just there, the gallery. Hey, no, no, no. Remember, there's the, there's the people sitting in the chairs. And then off to the side where the blue-haired lawyer is talking, he's talking to like 12 people up on high benches. That kind of looks like a jury. No, uh, I think he was just talking to the gallery. No, go watch it again. There's people sitting off to the side. Um, and so Wiggum's like, Sideshow Bob has no decency. He called me Chief Piggle. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing. He's like, oh, <laughs> I get it. Uh, and oh. so Selma tells the panel, so the panel, that's, yeah. that's there, that Bob tried to kill her on her honeymoon. And the blue-haired <laughs> lawyer's there. He's like, um, how many people? How right many people want to kill her right now? And everyone, you know, a few people start raising their hand. Be honest. <laughs> and then everyone else raises. There's their a hand. priest that raises his hand, and Patty raises her hand too. She forgets to put down the toilet seat. Which why is she lifting it up oh. in the first place? <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. Yeah. And so now the blue haired lawyer, uh, Sancho Bob's, you know, on on uh, the podium, and he's like Robert. If released, would you pose any threat to one Bart Simpson? Bart Simpson? Ha! That spirited little scamp who foiled my, twice foiled my evil schemes and sent me to this dank, urine-soaked hellhole. <laughs> and then the parole officer like, uh, we object to the term urine-soaked hellhole. When you could have said, pee-pee-soaked heckhole. <laughs> Cheerfully withdrawn. <laughs> uh, oh, it's so good. Uh, I love it. Yeah. And so, um, and then the, 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 uh, blue haired lawyer also says, don't you have a tattoo on your chest that reads die Bart die? And he's like, no, um, it's the, German. that's German for D Bart D. 
The Bart. The. No, it says D Bart. D. Right. Why would it be the? There's no T in it. Because it's German and he's translating it. Yeah, no, he's saying D Bart. D. He never actually translated what that meant. <laughs> he said D Bart. D. And uh, everyone's like, oh, right. That makes that makes sense. And uh, no, that's German for, oh, you're right. Yeah. You're the right. Bart. The. Yeah. I don't know why he'd have that on his chest. Seems really weird. I think it says die, Bart, die. Well, it does say die, Bart, die. I, I think I'm going to go with that. And so she's like, well, the there's no one uh, that speaks German that could be an evil man. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, we're not going to go there, but no. I feel like there's a, yeah. some German man yeah. that's evil. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And so Bob gets paroled. And as they're, they're stamping the word parole on his folder, we see a reference. Um, so it is mugshot, I guess it was. Yeah. He's holding up uh, a thing that reads A113, which is a reference to anybody out there who's watched Pixar movies. That is the room where a lot of the, I think it's like the ideas or where they like animated the stuff. I like, I think it's the college. I, I, I can't quite remember the reference. I know I'm close. Um, and there, yeah, it's uh, A113 is an inside joke, an Easter egg in media developed by alumni of California Institute of the Arts, referring to the classroom used to by graphic design and character animation students, including John Lannister, Tim Burton, Michael Preza, and Brad Bird. Yeah, so there you go. So, so but here's the thing. I'm pretty sure The Simpsons did it first. no. I don't think so. Not well. This not is ninety three. The first Pixar movie to come out was it Toy was, Story. It's not just Pixar. I told you, Tim uh, Burton and other people did it. I literally listed <laughs> other artists that have used it. Yeah, but have you actually seen it in their works? I until like recently, <laughs> I never knew that something like that that existed. But uh, here, let me let me. Well, see. well, well, Steve. Uh, Checks to see when the first A113 Easter egg uh, was made. First appearance uh, was from director Brad Bird in The Incredibles. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, it was, no. in, it was in those movies. Um, he f- put it on a le- car license plate in yep. Family Dog, an animated segment from the 1987 TV series Amazing Stories. So 1987. Wow. So yes, that, is an old e- that is an old Easter egg. Yes. Holy crap. It's almost, it's what, 35, almost 35 years old. Yep. Jeez. Yeah. So now we cut to the Aztec, which is playing Ernest Goes Somewhere Cheap. Yes. Which is an obvious reference to the Ernest movies. Uh, and so we see the Simpsons, you know, you know, watching the movie. Are they, they have to be the only ones there. The yeah. Simpsons, Inside Show Bob. So, and, and we hear, you know, we see cigar smoke and we see Sideshow Bob is laughing really, really loudly at it. And he's just ruining the movie. And this scene is similar to the poor conduct of Max Cady, played by Robert De Niro, in a movie house where he laughs loudly at the film Problem Child, annoying the other moviegoers in the 91 remake of Cape Fear, which I have also never seen. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, so there you go. Bob's ruining everything because it's Bob. And so, you know, Bart and Lisa are passing away the smoke. Marge calls him a horrible person. Homer is like, how dare he? And Homer, you know, with the, the, the cigar, and Homer is, you know, smoking a comically large cigar that says Knoxville World's Fair 1983. Which is now the first instance of the Knoxville World Fair. It is. 
But we, we will explain the next Knoxville World Fair. But that wasn't that Knoxville World's Fair like sixty six or something. No, it was eighty three. Was it eighty three? Okay. Um. So uh. So Homer is about to tell Bob, or Homer kind of tells Bob to knock it off, and then there's another scene in the movie, and Homer starts laughing, uh, much to Bob's annoyance, and Homer like slaps him on the back, saying, "Oh, that's really funny," and Bob's like, "Really." That seems a bit too much, and uh, he reveals himself to the family, and the kids, you know, are like, ah, Sideshow Bob! What are the odds that they both wound up at the same theater on the same night? I don't know. Well, Bob's a free man. Maybe he wanted to go see an Ernest movie. <laughs> that's, what, that's the first movie I want to see when I get out of prison. <laughs> yeah. And so Marge calls him an awful, awful man and to stay away from her son, rightfully so. And uh, so he's like, oh, I'll stay away from your son. I'll stay away from him. Forever. Forever. I love how Homer like yells a little, yelps a little bit at that. And then they all realize, wait, that's actually a good thing. Yeah. And he's like, and Bob's like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, oh, wait, that didn't really work. And he walks away and then he walks back. He's like, wait, wait, I got a good one now. Marsh, say the line again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bob does a little. <laughs> thing. Uh, that's great. I love, I love when, uh, people, when, uh, Marge just puts her foot down on Sideshow Bob. This this also this line kind of reminds me of uh, Archer because he says that a lot. He's like, "Oh, I had something for this." <laughs> so that's I, I wonder if that's where Archer got it from. Was maybe I've always Simpsons. I've always been there when uh, I want I want to say something. I have a good good comeback or a good line. I say something stupid instead. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Wait a minute! I could have said that instead." <laughs> oh, trust say the me. line. I mean, trust me, I've laid laid awake many a night being like, crap, I should have said that instead. Uh, so uh, so now we cut to uh, Bob working out in his apartment or halfway house or wherever he is. Yeah. And he's got a, a tattoo on his back of Bart's severed head on a skateboard where the head is saying, ouch, man. Now, where was he getting his tattoos? In prison or at a tattoo parlor? Yeah, probably both. Prison? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the next tattoos he got in prison. It's probably so. Now we see him pumping iron with his fist, and on one ta- uh, on one of his knuckles, they read "love" spelled L-U-V. Yep. And the other one that's spelled uh, is "hate" and it's spelled H H A with a. It was a line across it. Yeah, it's a phonic. Uh, it's like one of those. It's a A is the phonic long A with the line above. Oh. It's like when you read in the dictionary how it tells yeah. you to pronounce things. The yeah. line above it is a long A. Hey, gotcha. So hate. Because uh, he only has three fingers. Oh. Uh, love, love, uh, you three that's... fingers. Hey. Now he could have done his thumb, but I think when you hold. The bar, yeah, you do this, you can't really, unless you did, unless you, ta- ugh, yeah. that would suck the tattoo, oh. like, your fingernails. Yes, we are miming how to lift weights, because <laughs> nobody can see what we're doing. Right, this isn't a video <laughs> podcast. Not yet, anyways. Um, and so, and then he's also doing a workout video as yep. well. Bend and stretch and turn and flex and bend and stretch and turn and flex. <laughs> he just went from pumping iron to do like a jazzercise <laughs> video. Uh, and so now we cut to the Simpsons house and we see it's it's booby trapped because, you know, Sideshow Bob might try like to Like strings him. everywhere and they all come come to fruition at a Krusty the Clown doll. <laughs> In the kitchen. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. And so uh, Wiggum's the one that's setting up the booby trap. Why and is he even there? Because he's the cop and he's helping catch. Oh my God. Sideshow Bob. Is... 
Oh my god! Why? And Homer's like, well, the Swerky's like, well, once a man's inside your house, you it's legal to do anything that you want. He kind of winks at him, and Homer's like, really? And he sticks his head out the kitchen window. Hey, Flanders, come over to my kitchen. And uh, so Flanders is coming over. Homer's standing at the door, like pounding ready his to, fist. Ready to punch him. And Wiggum's like, it's not gonna work if you invite Flanders. him. In. I'm like, what is this? Vampires? <laughs> yeah, the the booby trap that was set up was meant for vampires. Oh, wait. Not for vampires. So is Flanders a vampire? No, he's the devil. Right. I, well, so, I don't think you're. I don't think even the devil's allowed into your home unless you invite him in. Well, he's is the devil. He can do whatever. He Maybe. Can. But so I love how Flanders walks in, and Wiggum says that, and, Flan- and he's like, "Hi, Leo." And Homer's like, "Get out of here, diddly do." <laughs> uh, and so. Um, then Homer tries to go to some, like, I don't know what they're called. He wasn't a P.I. Is he, like, just, I don't know what the guy is, but Homer goes to some guy. Yeah, I don't know if you mean. A tough guy. A tough guy or P.I., yeah, yeah, something like that. And, to, you know, he's like, hey, can you get Bob to leave? And the guy's like, oh, I can be very persuasive. And he puts a gun in his jacket, and then he goes to this bar called the Aristocrat. Which is, I don't know what that meaning yeah. I don't know if there's a certain meaning to that. Or... I don't know. But we go inside Could have went bar. to Moe's. Could have been Moe's, but they decided to go that route. And so we go inside, and the guy's just like, please leave. Come oh, on. come on. Oh. You'd be my friend. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really persuasive. And I love how Bob's like, no. No, um, I'm not going to leave. And so now we cut to probably the next day, and Bob's in an ice cream truck thing. <laughs> Driving around. And he's like, the following people in the city of Springfield will not be killed by me. And he goes, uh, Maude Flanders. Ned Flanders. Now, mind you, he left off Ron and Todd. Yeah, because they immediately jumped to Homer Simpson. So did he not know? Did he not know about Ron Simpson? Does he not know about Ron and Todd? I mean, he didn't say literally any other names in the title. I know it's just the Flanders and the Simpsons. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, I guess maybe the rest of the the, either we and and the little baby Simpson. Well, maybe maybe he's gonna kill the rest of the neighborhood, or we didn't actually hear him list off the rest of the neighborhood. I'm gonna go with the first option because it's Sideshow Bob, or maybe Sideshow Bob really has it in for Rod and Todd Flanders. I mean, they are annoying little kids too. Yeah, and so yeah, he goes Homer Simpson, Marge Simpson, Lisa Simpson, the little baby Simpson, and then he just stops all. And then I'll, uh, yeah. And then Homer busts into Bart's room. Woo! Oh, sorry. And then slinks out of his room. <laughs> <laughs> and so this this oh. is classic right here. Classic Simpsons. <sighs> for uh, I mean, it, it'll and everything. The classic. This is yeah. amazing. So we go to the real witness relocation program, yes. which I feel like they do this for obviously for witnesses that are going to testify. Yes. Not necessarily for people that are going to be killed because it's not minority report you can't just arrest people for future yeah crimes i mean you can get like so basically the first step would have been getting a restraining, a restraining order. order yes which i don't think they ever did probably not because wiggum wouldn't do that because it's not you know it's not against oh well it, it is against, against the, the law so real well but again bob did it while he was in prison you know but I suppose, you know, you could go with the letters, but they don't know who's sending it. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, now if they had found out it was Bob, that's a whole different story. And he's they could have started with, the, yeah, they could have started with restraining order and not, I don't know, yeah. it seems kind of weird. I mean, it seems kind of weird. 
Well, but, uh, but here's the other thing too. Like he's going around the neighborhood telling the people who he's not. They just kill. arrested him again for threatening. Yeah, that is that is definitely threatening, and that's probably breaking parole. Parole, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna go with the rest of this episode should probably not be happening. <laughs> but anyway, they wind up at the uh, witness relocation program, and he's like, "Ooh, I want to be John Elway," and he imagines himself as John Elway, um, who played for the Denver. Denver Broncos. And uh, this is not, well, this will not be the first reference to the Denver Broncos. No, it will not. Um, and so Homer scores a touchdown, only for the final score to be Denver 7. I like how he celebrated. San Francisco 56 in Super Bowl 30. And it's so weird to me that of all the football references, of all the football predictions they've had through this entire show, that they couldn't give us the real teams for Super Bowl Thirty, or has Super Bowl Thirty not happened yet? Uh, Super Bowl Thirty was in uh, ninety six, so this. Oh, is so three... it hasn't happened yet. So yeah. they couldn't technically. Yeah. Oh, I guess they could have predicted. Now, if they predicted that, <laughs> at, at least Dallas versus uh, the Steelers, that would have been amazing. Yes, if they would have actually predicted that, because. Yeah, it just seems kind of crazy. For, yeah, so cow- three years off, and the Cowboys, the Cowboys beat the Steelers for anybody yep. who cares. So, but yeah, they Simpsons writers thought Denver and uh, San Francisco, which I mean, those two teams were great in the nineties. So yeah, I mean, I could I could definitely see that that prediction could have come true. It would have been a yeah a good pull. Um, and yeah, March so, March does not Mar- like- March doesn't like that idea. Well, she like she doesn't like the whole idea, idea of witness of witness protection. Yeah, and so. Uh, so now, you know, the the uh, witness protection is like, well, we can relocate you to uh, certain towns, uh, Cape Fear, Terror Lake, New Horrorfield, <laughs> and Screenville. Ooh, Ooh Ice Screenville. Uh, no, that's uh, Screenville. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, it's a good place to, uh, good place to go. And so now we get the uh, Homer Thompson bit. Okay, well, how about we just call you, uh... Homer Thompson. Okay. So when you, uh, when I say hello, Mr. Thompson, you say hello. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Just stares blankly at him. (laughs) Now remember, you're Mr. Thompson. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Uh, And then, and then now we cut to another series like, okay. When I I say hello, Mr. Thompson and stamp on your foot. You say hello. Got it. Hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> to the other relocation guy. Oh, my God. Oh, that is oh, so great. I love it. So eventually, Homer must have finally got it. He must, yes. have, must have picked it up. Yeah. And uh, they're in the in the car in a convertible. Yeah. Because government really, you know, was like, sure, here you, you guys go. And uh, they... Uh, Play the Gilbert. They have the. It comes with the Gilbert and Sullivan tapes in the convertible in the glove box yeah. that the government gives the Simpsons. That the FBI, I think, sang. Yes. Like. <laughs> oh, too little, too little are we? Three little guys from school, and so. Uh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and so then we cut underneath the car, and Bob is uh, strapped himself underneath the convertible. How did he even get there? He snuck in. I, I don't. And also. I think it's been debunked that you can hide underneath a car like that because it's so low to the ground. A car. I would say a van, truck. Even a, I don't even, a truck maybe if it's like a little bit higher, but I don't even know if a van. 
Because, I mean, even our mom's SUV is pretty low to the ground. Yeah. So, uh, I like how... Now, I don't want to know where they're driving. Yeah. Because, first of all, Homer's like, oh, dumb speed bumps. <laughs> Why are there speed bumps in the middle of a highway maybe, or... Well, maybe if they're or, coming up to a stop sign. Because I know... Speed bumps. Like, they have the vibrating things. Like, yeah. when you're on, like... So, I don't know county if anyone roads. knows this. When you're on county roads in, like, middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, Minnesota, yeah. stuff like that... Because they're afraid you're going to fall asleep in the middle of nowhere. Fall asleep or they want you to slow down. Or slow down. They actually put the vibrating. So the vibrating things are normally like on the sides of highways. And that way if you do fall asleep. And, and merge over. But but in the rural areas, they actually put those vibrating things on roads. So that way you know you're coming to a stop. Yes. That I could have gotten. Speed bumps. You're supposed to only go like five miles an hour over those things anyway. And it looked like Homer was going like 20. Yeah. <laughs> And Bob's underneath getting his head bashed into the... He's got a few concussions. Yes. And so then Homer's drinking some coffee. He's like, ooh, hot, and throws it over the side of the convertible. And, you know, Bob screams. It's like, hey, kids, who wants to drive through a cactus patch? Yes. Yes. No. Two against one. Like, who did Homer think said that, Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> also, I'd like to point out... um, Bob is either severely injured or dead after this entire yes. ordeal. Yeah, and so Homer goes driving through a cactus patch. So once again, I believe they're in, maybe they're driving to Arizona from well, Utah. Driving yeah. from Utah to Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, go through a cactus patch. Yeah. It's pretty good. And so now we get the uh, parody of the Simpsons opening theme, the Thompsons. The Thompsons. And then we get, welcome to Terror Lake. Yep. Um, and then we get a couch gag where the Simpsons... Go in on the, I like how they have no driveway, no nothing yeah. like that. They pull in, open the car doors, all four of them, get out, and leave the car doors wide open. Yeah. And uh, go into their boathouse, and uh, fish get dumped on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boathouse, fish. Yeah. Makes sense. Good. I don't know who uh, stores fish in their boathouse above their couch. I mean, I guess it could probably be smelly, all that dead fish in there. But, yeah. you know, it's the Simpsons. They do a lot of different weird things. Yeah. Um, and so then we cut out, and uh, Homer's wearing a uh, witness relocation program hat and t-shirt. <laughs> uh, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. And Homer makes a joke about moving your houseboat if your neighbors don't like you. Well, if you don't like your neighbors, you can just pick up and move. Poop, poop, move away, and they all start laughing really loud, and then all you see all the people move, move away. That'd be great, though. Yeah. I'd be like, ooh, cool. I don't like my neighbors. But I like my house. Yep. And so Bob drops out from <laughs> underneath the car. All like has like cacti spikes yeah. in them, all worn. And shirt ripped up. Shirt ripped up. Now, not like the uh, Funko Pop where he's actually wearing his uh, orange jumpsuit from uh, prison. He does have a rake, though. He does have a rake. What's in his other hand? Is that a towel? A towel, it looks like. I kind of wish they would have gone tattered look with Sideshow That would have been cool. They would have been a little bit more on Especially brand. if he's holding the rake. Exactly. That would have been more on more on brand. And he uh, gets under the car, immediately steps on a rake. <laughs> <laughs> then he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> so, where did these rakes come from? Really poor landscapers that work on the dock at the boat. Why would house you need place? Why would you need rakes at a boathouse? Well, no, no, no. It's like I don't know. I'm sure there's you know grass. I mean, it's like a you know I, I I'd say like a trailer park for boats. There's still like grass and landscaping that probably has to be done around the area. Maybe. Would you like to know how many uh, Sideshow Bob? How many rakes Sideshow Bob stepped? On? I would like to know that. Yes, nine rakes. 
He stepped on nine. Does rigs. that include the one in the houseboat? Um. Yeah. No. It says just nine rakes when he reaches the Thompsons' house. Okay. So ten in total. Ten in total. Jeez. That's kind of a running gang. I think they did it in a couple other yes. episodes. Oh, they did. They did it in a few other side uh, episodes. I love it. So uh, so <laughs> then we cut back into the houseboat, and they're, like, putting their things up that they brought from their house. And Marge is like, where's the dog? And Homer is like, oh, I tied him up out back. And then we cut out back, and Santa Lopper's is swimming. He's so happy, but he's going to kill himself. Yeah, he's... because he's twirling around the post. Yeah. And he's going to choke himself on the thing unless he knows to swim the other direction yeah maybe see what you know you what you do in those situations folks if you ever tie your dog i don't think you should tie your dog <laughs> oh. up to the ocean but if you ever want to tie your dog up to a uh area outside make sure that the post can spin in circles so it doesn't oh. like wrap around trees or anything yeah. they do make those nice um and so uh you know then we cut back and marge is worried about starting a new life but Homer reassures her he tied up all the loose ends of their old life. Yeah. But we cut to the Simpsons house where Abe is like, I, Not, I forgot my pills. I need my pills. Hello. I love the outcome. And we will tell you, we will tell you why, why yeah. Abe needs his pills. So, uh, so then, uh, you know, Bart is uh, wandering around uh, his new home and uh, town, town, well, home, yeah. hometown. Yep. And a, a car pulls up with a nice little lady in it. And, uh, you hear Sideshow Bob go, hello, Bart. And Bart, like, sees the old lady and just screams. He's, like, down here. Yeah. He's, once again, underneath the car. That's a good mode of transportation for Bob. Maybe. He has big feet. He can walk places fast, right? Maybe. So then he, like, he, uh, Bart's like, what are you doing here? He's like, what is it? Uh, there's no harm in laying in, the, uh, laying in a public street. And unless, you know, they just happen to be doing a parade with a walking band and elephants, and I'd also like to point out this time Bob is officially dead because he got walk he got trampled by elephants. Several elephants. What did the, what did those elephants say? Those elephants had banners on their back that read "Terror Lake salutes Hannibal Crossing the Alps." Which, for those of you who don't know, like me, Hannibal's crossing of the Alps in 218 BC was one of the major events of the Second Punic War. And one of the most celebrated achievements of any military force in ancient warfare, Hannibal managed to lead his Carth- Carthaginian army over the Alps and into Italy to take the war directly to the Roman Republic, bypassing uh, Roman and Allied land garrisons and Roman naval dominance. Not dominance. Yeah, that's pretty freaking incredible. Climbing the Alps, getting going around everyone—that's yeah. a that's good. tough trek. I don't know if anyone's ever climbed the Alps, but this is a tough trek. Yeah, have you climbed the Alps? I've not. But you've been to Italy. I've been to Italy. But you never went to the Alps. No, never went to the Alps. Yeah, let's boo on you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Sideshow Bob is actually dead, and the rest of this episode is Bart's imagination. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so now Bart goes home, and Homer and Marge are in their little kitchenette of the houseboat. And uh, he tells Homer and Marge he saw Bob, and that Bob threatened to kill him. Bart's like, don't interrupt. What, him <laughs> drinking beer? Yeah. What are, you, what are you doing? And then Homer's like, that's not serious at all. And Marge's how like... Did Bart, how did, first of all, how, well, I guess Sideshow Bob found him because he tried to go to the... I'm like, well, how did he find them? But he, I guess Sideshow Bob has been stalking the Simpsons ever since the beginning. Yeah. So uh, so then we cut to... It's a, it's a dark and dreary night. We go to the Bates Motel, which is... Reference to the movie Psycho. Yep. And which is awesome. And we cut in and uh 
Bob's writing out his list on how he's going to kill Bart. Yep. Um, I don't so, know. If, don't I don't think I have that. No. No. So, uh, so then we cut in uh, back to the houseboat, and Bart's trying to sleep, and Homer runs into his. Was he writing in blood again too? I uh, don't. Maybe <laughs> he might have been. <laughs> he didn't learn his lesson. No. So now we cut to Bart's room, and uh, he's trying to go to bed, but Homer runs in screaming. He's like. Bart, do you want some brownies? And he's wielding, you know, a butcher's knife. And Bart wakes up screaming, uh, rightfully so. And uh, Homer's like, but I just wanted to give you brownies. Take one. And Bart's yeah, like, they're fresh out of the oven. Bart's like, Dad, I'm really on edge with this whole sideshow Bob thing. Right, right. Okay. Bart, do you want to see my Hockey Madison chainsaw? Hey, Bart, check out my new chainsaw on Hockey Madison. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, the such a bomb thing. Where are my manners? <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> yeah. You're Homer, you're not thinking. Yep. And so uh Bob uh swims. Why did he get in the water to get onto the houseboat? Because they're on the dock. Yeah. And so when he goes up and he steps on yet another rake, which he tosses off. (laughs) And he cuts, you know, he cuts the rope to the houseboat. But I like how his hair's all, like, down. (laughs) And he's like, shakes off like a dog. And it all, like, twirls back up. That was pretty good. And uh, so, um, so yeah, now uh, now Bob is on the boat with the Simpsons. And uh, we're floating down the river. And so uh, Bob goes into Bart's room wielding his machete because he's ready to kill Bob. And is that kind of a reference to uh, Michael Myers a little bit? Or Jason. Jason. Jason is the machete. Yeah. Is that a little bit of a reference to Jason? He's not wearing the hockey mask. No. And I I almost wonder if Homer was supposed to be a Jason reference too. With but he the had the chainsaw. Mask. Yeah, not a machete. But I feel like. That would be I like feel- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Jason and Texas, Leatherface and Jason mash together. Oh, boy. That's, uh, so, you know, Bob comes in wielding the machete and Bart sees him and screams out for, you know, Marge and Homer. And Bob's like, he's like, they're not going to help you. And we cut and Bob's tied up uh, Lisa, Homer, Maggie to Marge, the cat and the dog. Yes, he got them all. He got them all. And Homer is sleeping and drooling. And Lisa's like, Homer's been drugged. And Marge's like, no, he He hasn't. hasn't. Uh, Apparently Homer could sleep through a... A mugging? A mugging? Yeah. Yeah. So then, you know, Bart, you know, Bob attacks. Yeah. yeah. Bart attacks Bob. He, Bart escapes through his window in the houseboat. And uh, he's trying to get off. And he goes to one side. And we see, was that an alligator crocodile? Alleg- alligator crocodile. Yeah. He's like, he, and then he runs to the other side of the boat. And we'll get electric eels. And he goes back. He's like, right, <laughs> the alligator. And so Bob comes out, you know, wheeling the machete, ready to kill him. And he's like, any last requests? And Bart, you know, sees that there's a sign that says Springfield is 15 miles away. And he goes, yeah, there's one. But, but, eh. but I do like to point out now that, so I don't know how long they've been floating. I don't know how long they've been floating. But if they're 15 miles from Springfield, their Windows relocation program <laughs> did not put them very far away. I mean, you assume if you're driving to Springfield to Terra Lake, at maximum, they're 20 miles away, and you're going, what, 60 miles an hour? You're, now, you're like 20 the, minutes away? Now, would this be like the Colorado River? Maybe they went, no, there's no cactus north, and there's no real lakes in Arizona area. No. I don't know. We're getting, uh... Maybe New Mexico? Maybe. I guess I don't know what the lake... And plus, if they went south, rivers don't flow uh, north. north. <laughs> 
They fly, fly east. They usually go east, at west. east west at an angle. Yeah. Or or north south. Yeah. This, this, this. So maybe Terror Lake is north. All right, well, there could be cactuses in Utah. Yeah. It's a desert. Yeah. Or they're in Nevada. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, perfect. Well, maybe not Nevada because then they would be traveling west. Well, they could know. go. Colorado River, I think, actually goes east to west or west to east. I think so. I think if I'm, if I'm, if I'm remembering that correctly. Okay. Um, but yes, his one Bart's like, go on, Bart. And he's like, well, could you sing the entire <laughs> score to the HMS Pinafore? And we'll get to a minute how, how long it is. Yes. And so, uh, just to let you guys know, if you've never heard of the HMS Pinafore, you guys are listening to a Simpsons podcast and don't know what this <laughs> whole HMS Pinafore thing is, uh, I'm, I'm sad for you. But uh, it is a comic opera in two acts with music by Arthur Sullivan and uh, libretto by uh, W.S. Gilbert. Sullivan and Gilbert, which they listen to on their drive to wherever they are. Yes. Um, Gilbert and Sullivan. Gil- yep, Gilbert and Sullivan. And so Bob's like, all right, Bart, I will send you to heaven before I send you to hell. <laughs> well, so- but Bart's already been to hell. Yes, he has. And so Bart, uh, I'm sorry, Bob starts singing uh, the HMS Pinafore, and now we get a montage of costume changes, and Bart joining in, and Bart, you know, eating popcorn, and he has the playbill to the HMS Pinafore. <laughs> Which just has Bob's likeness on the front. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this is this is just another one of those Looney Tunes references yeah. where yeah. Bugs does costume changes yeah. and, and stuff like that, and... Uh, you know, Bob was also apparently handed flowers by a mystery hand, per hand <laughs> um, when he's all done. So for those of you that don't know, the HMS Pinafore is 90 minutes long. And we learn that they're 15 miles away, roughly when Sideshow Bob starts. Gets starts. And so the boat would be traveling about six miles an hour mm-hmm. to get to the town of Springfield, which with no motor... No force, so this yeah. would just be the wind and the and yeah. the and the river. Pretty good, pretty good. I I actually would think so. The funny the funny thing about it is a lot of people always say that movie time frames, TV show time frames, never match up with yeah. real real life. Uh-huh. I would say this matches up with real life. Real life. I would say this is pretty damn damn good. I mean, when I went canoeing on the Missouri River out in Montana, we did do a day of sailing. We taped our our oars together and used the tarps as sails because obviously we're in canoes. Yeah. Sails. But it was so windy and we, you know, you know, the back people were kind of the rudders to steer and we were going at a pretty good clip with just the wind. Now, obviously this is just a boat. There's no yep. sails. So I'm, I'm going to go six miles an hour. It's been decent clip. Yeah, I like it. And so now the houseboat crashes into a rock, which with no one actually steering this boat, I'm surprised it went 15 miles I without uh, hitting anything. Yeah. Um, and it crashes into an area near a brothel, which is pretty lucky. Yeah. And Wiggum, <laughs> Lou, and Eddie are just out there in bathrooms. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, it uh, drifted by the brothel and Bart in. I now we, this is the first instance of a brothel. We don't get broth the brothel episode for another Couple I don't know seasons. seven, eight, nine. I don't know six seasons maybe. I yeah, because that's the, that's where Bart works. Yeah, exactly. So the Springfield brothel. I like how no one knew about it except for Wiggum, Eddie, and Lou. Yeah, but when we get to that episode, we do funny. learn that the entire town has actually been there. Yeah. Um. So Bart explains that he uh, needed time. So Wiggum's like, hold it right there, Sideshow Bob. You're under arrest. 
and pops by Lucifer's beard. Uh, yeah, it's a good thing you drifted by this brothel. I knew I had parts like I knew I had to buy some time, so I asked him to sing the score to the HMS Pinafore. Ooh, a plan fiendishly clever in its intrinsic intricacies. That would be Homer Simpson, by the way. Yep. And Bart's like, take him away, boys. And Chief Wiggum's like, hey, I'm the chief here. Bake him away, toys. <laughs> what did you say, Chief? Do, Do what the kid says. <laughs> Bake him away, toys. <laughs> Bake him away, toys. I feel like I feel like for me, this might be the first instance because like with some of my friends will like interchange like w- words and letters like that. So I kind of wonder if the Simpsons might have started that trend, or if this has just been going on for years and years and years, and it just it just happens to go into everybody's lexicon. Yeah, when they get a little bit older, they like to wordplay with with letters. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. I love <laughs> that. And so now the Simpsons, uh, Sideshow was arrested, so they can get out of the relocation program. Yep. And they head to home, and uh, they're like, "Oh, we're glad we're home." And we see Grandpa run up to the car. See what happens when I don't have my pills. <laughs> and Grandpa has basically, and they must have been hormone pills. Maybe that's the only thing. I mean, he turned into a woman. Yeah, it's like test- testosterone. No loss of testosterone. Yeah. He grew boobs, yeah. hair, hair. Long. Apparently, he, apparently, A was like, "Well, if I'm going to be a woman, I'm going to put on makeup." Yeah, <laughs> and. uh Apparently, he's just been hanging outside the Simpsons home, or does he go back to the Maybe. retirement home? Oh, why would the retirement home have his hormone pills? Exactly. <laughs> we all know the retirement home gives out the pills. Yeah. I don't know. Really weird. Unless it's like one of those things where uh, Abe's like, I don't want anyone to know that I'll oh. turn into a woman if I don't have my pills. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. It seems really weird. Yeah. And so Marge is like, Bart, go get your grandfather's pills. And Jess was like, Hey, wait a minute. I want to court this young lady. <laughs> and he's like, oh, there's something I got to tell you. Well, I got tickets to, I couldn't remember the name uh, of the show. And he was like, oh, okay. I'm all yours. I'm all yours. And then we end the episode. Then we end the episode. So I'm going to say everything's coming up, Millhouse. There is nothing wrong with this <laughs> nope. entire episode at all. Front to, front to back. Set, I mean, they're they're starting season five. With a bang. They started this episode, ama- or season, amazing. Yeah. Homer's Barbershop Quartet, followed by Cape Fear. Nothing nothing wrong. Yeah. Sideshow Bob episodes, in my opinion, I mean, some of the new new ones, mm. eh, they're not necessarily the best Sideshow Bob episodes, but yeah. they, they, they hold, hold together. Yeah. But hands down, all the Sideshow Bob episodes thus far, this is hands down. My favorite. And the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure this was supposed to be the season finale for season four. And this would have been an amazing way yeah. to end season four. Season four. Yeah. A, but I think, didn't they do but the, But Black Widower was season four, Sideshow Bob episode. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so having two in the same season. That would be kind of overkill. Not really overkill, because who cares? Is, I mean, yeah. you can have enough. Uh, but yeah, I everything's coming up in house. There's literally no reason... Anyone shouldn't have this Sideshow Bob episode oh, on man. their must-watch list. By Lucifer Beard, by Lucifer's Beard, I agree. Yes. It's a five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. This is quintessential Simpsons viewing. Watch it. Enjoy it. Get some HMS Pinafore in your life. Also, HMS Pinafore uh, that Bob sings is on the album. 
So you know I'm going to like this episode. It's going to be at least a four, but obviously it's Cape Fear, it's Sideshow Bob, it's a five, it's everything's coming up Millhouse. It's fantastic. Uh, Homer was not drugged. He could just sleep through anything. Uh, it, there's there's nothing... I, I can't even be nitpicky. Like, yeah, they shoehorn Nelson in to laugh at uh, Homer's wide low tattoo, but I mean, come on, that's hilarious. Uh, the, the references are great. You know, you have... Oh, Bart getting fright. You know, he's on edge and everybody's like, I'm going to get you, Bart. Yeah. Something nice. Like, this is so good. 40 wax with a wet noodle, Bart. (laughs) Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. This is a quotable episode front to back. I mean, anyone who's seen this episode would definitely, you know, be able to. Hello, Mr. Thompson. (laughs) Nothing, nothing wrong with this episode by far. If you don't like this episode, you, you, you're not my friend. (laughs) You're not my friend if you don't You're like trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, uh, let's finish it off with our character fo- profile. We're finally getting to him. Side Joe Bob. Yes. I'm sure everyone's been wondering. Okay. They've already done two Side Joe Bob episodes. Where the hell is our Side Joe Bob character profile? Well, here it is, guys. Yes. Here you go. Um, his position, he is a master thespian turned hardened convict. And he's second banana on the Krusty the Clown show. Yes. Well, he's the side show. He's the side show. His real name is Bob Terwilliger. Well, technically Robert Terwilliger. Yeah. Um, his description is red spiked hair, green hula skirt, oversized red shoes that houses oversized feet. As we but, learned in the... But he really doesn't wear this anymore. No? He wears, wears mostly suits now. Lame. Yeah, Lame. he should just walk. He's not. He's not a sideshow on Krusty the Clown show anymore. Why is he wearing his signature sideshow look? Lame. Sideshow <laughs> Mel's wearing the signature look now. Yeah. Um, his career pinnacle is a prison production of Evita. Did we uh, get to that yet? I don't think we've gotten to that yet. Okay. Uh, ultimate <laughs> dream, until recently, to kill Bart Simpson. Yeah, don't they eventually in like season like thirty or thirty one they're they're actually friends now? He yeah. Oh no no no! It's I think as of when his brother comes to town, Barton or Sideshow Bob eventually oh, yeah. becomes the one friends. that's uh, voiced by uh, uh, Niles from Frasier. Yep. I can't remember his name. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. we'll get his name. His hobby, oozing refinement. I don't know what that means. Um, trying to make himself better. Uh, He's always trying to make himself better by killing Bart Simpson. By killing Bart Simpson. Attempted murder? Now, honestly, what is that? Do they give a Nobel Prize for attempted chemistry? <laughs> yes. Oh. All right, guys. So let's uh, finish it up for where you guys can find us. Uh, head over to Instagram, Simpsons Did It Pod. Facebook, Simpsons Did It Podcast. Just search us there. Um, if you guys want to tag us on any Simpsons-related stuff, um, at the Simpsons Did It Pod. Um, you can head over to Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. Um, we are going to start posting our stuff over there. I don't know how much uh, content will be there, but I'll, I'll let you know all of our new episodes will end up going there. Okay. Because uh, our hosting site finally added that into the, uh, when you add an episode to yeah. it, it automatically can link you over to Twitter. Nice. So that's kind of cool. I, I do I do like that. That's uh, awesome. So you'll start seeing stuff on our Twitter. Hopefully I'll start posting other things if we can link that all that stuff together. That maybe some Simpsons memes. Yeah. Some Simpsons quotes. I'm actually thinking about changing up my weekly uh, repertoire of uh, ads. Okay. So, um, I'm, and Twitter will help me help me do that. Yeah. Um, you can uh, find all of our backlogged episodes on YouTube as video podcasts. Uh, just type in The Simpsons Did It. 
Make sure you like, subscribe, comment if you like. Um, we'll read them on episodes, so uh, your uh, comments and stuff do not go unnoticed. We we uh, respond to you on Instagram. We respond to you on fa- on Facebook, on Twitter. So, and I'm sure anyone who's followed us does know that we make sure we uh, keep everyone engaged. Yeah. Um, lastly, head over to buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons did it. Donate to our cause and you can get some free stickers for uh, doing so. And all your donations go to uh, production, making new uh, product for you guys. Um, yeah. We're building up a, hopefully a repertoire here soon and you guys can have some new stuff. And we do apologize for new stuff not coming out. Just life's gotten in the way and... We just haven't had time to set it up. We'll get you there, guys. We'll, we'll get, get you, you there. Um, lastly, um, we have a phone number. Um, for those of you guys that have called it, awesome, and listened to uh, our special guest do a Krusty the Clown uh, thing. But uh, be sure to call. Um, for those of you that don't know by now, uh, Jaden LeBron actually did the uh, voiceover work for our phone number. So if you don't want to leave us a message, that's cool. We like to hear some messages. But if you want to go just hear Jaden... Just do his thing. Dial 612-584-0986 and just have a listen. Yeah. So until next time, I'm your host, Stephen Thompson. And I'm your co-host, uh, Robert Thompson. This has been The, the, Thompson's, Thompson's, the Thompsons Did It. it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, <Thanks>. everyone. <laughs> Shh.